0: percent off your first three months now here's your host of the fight podcast Sergio Vicente yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> welcome 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 to the fight podcast your weekly combat sports and culture podcast I'm your host Sergio Vicente and welcome to today's show so check it out Today we're going to do something a little different. It's going to be a little shorter episode. Like I said, we're traveling, we're moving around, but at the end of the day, I still want to make sure we're getting these fight picks and some fight news for you guys for this week. I can't let you uh, go without it. So, uh, But before we get into that, remember the Fight Podcast is brought to you each and every week by Sage Eats. Sage Eats offers healthy meal prep and fitness mentoring. Sign up for Sage Eats at sageeatschicago.com. Apply promo code FIGHT. For 20% off your first three months Remember to follow The Fight Podcast On all social media platforms At The Fight Podcast And follow me at Surge Vicente Support the show by checking us out On the website, thefightpodcast.com Subscribe, listen, rate, and share The uh, Fight Podcast is currently on iTunes and SoundCloud Boom! Alright, good people um, Welcome back to episode 62 Of The Fight Podcast. Man, by now I hope you've all had an opportunity to go ahead and listen to the amazing conversation that I had with the Soul Assassin. Kevin Ross, man, it was a great uh, conversation that we had and uh, I'm really really happy that we were able to get him on the show. So obviously, thank you to the to the to the goat, to one of the uh, greatest American Muay Thai kickboxers, combat sports athletes of all time, and I'm really happy that he's be able to get on the show. This weekend, we still have a fire card for you guys. It is we have great boxing this weekend. Canelo is making his return. Um, he's fighting against I'm on the zone. I'll break that fight. He's uh, he's fighting against Rocky Fielding. So uh, I'll break that fight for you, as well as this is the last, yo end of era man legitimately end of an era uh this is the last card on fox um in the ufc fox you know m- marriage that they have the uh, ufc and fox are have split uh have since split ways and uh now they're moving to espn so um this is the last one and yo the UFC, I have to give it to him, man. They came with some heat. And this card is going to be headlined by the former number two contender. And he's still one of the top, top five, definitely in lightweight division. Um, we're talking about Kevin Lee, the Motown Phenom, and he's fighting against raging Ally Quinta from uh, you know, from, from Long Island, New York. So I happen to be in New York this weekend, so you know, raging Allen, and people out here are really loving it. Um, So I'll break that fight card down for you really quickly as well Uh, but before we get into that let me go ahead and knock out some fight news because look there is actually some really really important news of the week and this the first bit of news that I want to break down for you guys was one championship has finally done it they said it was coming before the end of the year and sure shit here it is Uh, one championship has gone out and actually locked down a deal with Turner Sports. Um, That's TBS, TNT, and uh, one of the major news, one of the major networks here in the United States. So now one championship not only is going to have representation out in Asia and all the other places that they have, um, they're finally going to make moves in the American market. Now, it even makes more sense that they went ahead and signed Demetrius Mighty Mouse Johnson. They went ahead and signed Super Sage Northcutt. These are big American stars that they're going to hold down on top of the already American stars that they have. They're heavyweight champion, Somebody who's trying to be a champ champ. Brandon, the truth, Vera. Yo, I'm giving you everybody's nickname today, <laughs> so it's really, really dope, man. It's super dope, and I'm really happy what they're doing. Um, so one thing that Shatari, um, the owner of the CEO of One Championship, said, uh, he said it is no secret that One Championship is has been dominated. Uh, It is no secret that one championship has dominated UFC in Asia. And it's true. They are the number one combat sports organization in Asia. And now they're coming over here. So he continues by saying, um, we are now taking the fight to America but the significance of this partnership with Turner is far greater than just one championship going to America. Turner Sports, ESPN, and Fox are the three giants in sports broadcasting in America, so this is huge validation of everything one championship has been doing in the last seven years. In the past, distribution meant carrying agreements with pay TV broadcasters. However, over time that dominance is reducing as more people are watching content online you need to be aware be you have you have to build awareness first in order to find an audience that is prepared to pay for your content and find it online finally to succeed in MMA you need to achieve critical mass This can generate um, a vicious circle, a lot of fans, meaning more income, which means you can pay to attract the best fighters, which in turn attracts more fans. Having the right distribution agreement in a large market like the U.S. can be a catalyst needed to start the virtuous cycle. The U.S. market is the biggest sports market in the world, so obviously it gives a ton of exposure for our athletes. So what does that mean? It means that one championship is not only trying to make moves and make waves in the American market. It means that they are literally going to be a competitor to the UFC and Bellator. They're going out there. They have Turner sports, yo, and the NBA is rep by Turner sports. That says so much. And now that they have the opportunity to go out there and do this, look at man, look who they picked up. You have Mighty Mouse, you have Super Sage, you have Brandon Barrett, you have individuals that are legitimate champions, legitimate superstars, and something that Shitty or Shatori—I'm sorry—I'm sorry—I know I'm saying his name wrong—the CEO of and chairman of One is really going out there and doing his thing. One thing that I'm noticing that's different between him and all of the other organizations is that One Championships chairman is a former fighter. He used to compete himself. Not only did he compete, he was a promoter, he was a manager, he's been a coach. He has done so many things. So one thing that changes them and what makes them different, and this is out of their own admission, is that they say that we are all one. And that's why we treat our athletes better than everybody else. And we're really focusing on the martial arts aspect, man. Salute to those guys, man. They're really going out there and doing work. So I really do appreciate what they're doing. And uh, all in all, everybody, keep your eye out. In 2019, one championship is about to make waves, man. So salute to those guys. Um, moving over to uh, to uh, Bellator a little bit. AJ McKee is somebody who was a prospect alert for us not too long ago. He is a 145-pound beast um ripping through the uh, the the uh, the prospect rankings and, and he, soon enough 2019 I am sure that he will end up fighting for the championship at uh Bellator Scott Coker recently put out in a tweet this week he says AJ McKee is now 13 and 0 in Bellator the longest winning streak in promotions history and he's only 23 years old yo how crazy is that AJ McKee is only 23 and he's doing work. Bellator is growing and they're doing a phenomenal job with prospects. Not only do they have AJ McKee. They have a, they have Aaron Pico, who's his teammate. Think about the stars that they're bringing up. The tournaments that they're doing. Another thing Bellator is really doing their thing. Yo, MMA and in combat sports in america with the zone the deal that bellator has done with the zone and so many other things man these guys are here they're here to stay so salute to uh bellator man that's another huge huge thing um also in news and again i'm trying to get as many in here for you guys as i can before we go ahead and move on to the fight picks because i want all of us to go ahead and do this Oh, that's another thing. So uh, moving to the UFC, Dominic Cruz was supposed to fight uh, this upcoming um, in January he was supposed to fight John Lineker and uh, he ended up having to pull out the fight because of injury man so um, one thing that he says is he actually went ahead and uh, wrote a, a note in Instagram not only to John Lineker but to you know all of his fans he said John Lineker the deepest respect I have for you as a human being outside of the octagon is one of the biggest reasons I was honored to have a, this fight with you the opportunity would have been a greater challenge for, for me up in my career I great." that I didn't have the honor of competing against you at our set date. I appreciate you reaching out authentically from your heart with humility and kind, powerful words. Thank you for teaching me, he said that with big caps, what it looks like to be a wholehearted, inspiring human and what that looks like. Um, So salute to Dominic Cruz and John Lineker for going ahead and really showing what mma and martial arts is about man respect love for one another but still having competition at the highest level because don't get it twisted those two would have went in there and literally try to rip each other's faces off um the fact that they have the opportunity to be humble and to be able to talk with one another man mad respect for those guys and i'm not gonna lie to you man uh dominic cruz what does this mean for dom I think I said this on social media. Uh, Follow me at Serge uh, Serge Vicente um, on all social media platforms. I think this might be the end for Dom Cruz, man. He has, over the last seven years, has had injury after injury after injury, man. I, I don't know how he... Continues doing it. And honestly, I don't know how he continues getting himself up and then throwing himself right back in the mix against some savages. And the fact that he's been able to do that, I have to give him all the respect in the world. He is one of the greatest little men out there to ever fight. And when I say little men, it's no disrespect. I call him in the terms of the little, you know, the, the lighter weight classes 125, 135, one, you know, actually, when, after that, I, I started 145, 155. That's like normal. But, um, much much love much respect to Dominic Cruz. He truly is one of the greatest of all time. All right, man. So, that is going to be fight news for uh the day and for the week. I want to go ahead and touch on that, but now we're going to go ahead and jump into our fight picks of the week. And uh you know who I have? We have Canelo Alvarez. He's gonna go ahead and fight this upcoming weekend on the zone. This is actually going to be the first fight that Canelo Alvarez has had on uh, the DAZN platform. Um, this is after he signed that over $350 million five-year contract with them. Um, Canelo Alvarez is fighting Rocky Fielding. Rocky Fielding is a beast. Um, extremely tall for his weight class. He's walking around close to 6'2", and he's still fighting at middleweight, so 160 pounds. Rocky Fielding's record is 27-1-15 and K he's a native of england but look man he's kind of unknown to the american fan base this is going to be the first time he's actually going out there and fighting in uh, really our market they're fighting at madison square garden this weekend uh honestly just down the street from where i am this week in new york so um it should be an incredible event um but i'm gonna be honest with you canelo alvarez with a record only 28 years old um he's gonna be challenging for the wbc super middleweight championship, and um, that's, his record is actually 50 wins, one loss, two draws, 34 KOs, and again, 365 million dollar contract over 11 fights, and this is his first fight with the organization, Rocky Fielding's a tough dude, really gritty, he does an amazing job of using his length, he throws a lot of combinations, he keeps his opponents off of him with his long jab, None of that's gonna work, unfortunately, man. I think that um he's being pretty much served up so that Canelo can end up getting what everyone seems to want, man. Um, after Canelo wins his fight, it seems like he's probably gonna go ahead and go up against Daniel uh, Daniel Jacobs, Danny Jacobs fighting out of you know, New York himself uh, out of out of Brooklyn. He is all he has a share of that's uh, that middleweight title and um, they have both he and Canelo have been calling each other out. It seems like Golden Boy wants it also. So I think this is almost a formality. This is going to be a tough fight against an awkward and long opponent. Remember, Canelo's only 5'8". He has somebody who's 5'8", and he's fighting against somebody who's 6'1", but I still think he's going to eat Rocky to the body. And honestly, I can see him finishing him in the sixth round, sixth or seventh round with a huge body shot. So um, look, man, it should be entertaining. I think zone is incredible. I've talked about them To my face is blue legitimately man so uh it should be a good fight i still see canelo uh finishing this fight tevin farmer's also on that card he is in my opinion gonna run through anybody he has so all in all great great card man all right uh moving right along i'm gonna move on to the ufc's final fight card with Fox, Their deal with Fox is over. They're moving over in the beginning of the year. They're going to go to compete. They're going to be at with ESPN, uh, be at ESPN Plus. It's going to be amazing. I'm really looking forward to that. Having UFC with the worldwide leader should continue bringing eyes to our market, to MMA, to combat sports, especially with one just partnering with Turner and uh, Bellator with DAZN, It should be incredible to see what they're going to do. But this fight card, man, I have to give to the UFC they started with seven years ago with a bang having Junior Dos Santos fighting against Cain Velasquez in the championship um and that's that inaugural card and now they're finishing off with this fire in Milwaukee man so we're gonna go ahead and start off with um The first event in the main card is going to be Jim Miller, record of 29 and 12 against Charles Oliveira. Charles Oliveira has the most submission wins in the UFC history. Jim Miller at one point in time was on an 11 fight win streak. One of the best lightweights in the world. He's always super talented, always super gritty, fighting out of New Jersey. Dude is an absolute beast. I see Charles Oliveira winning this fight, second round um, submission, man. Should be an entertaining fight. All right. This next fight on the card is the one that I think I am most looking forward to. It's going to be Rob Font, the number 11 ranked bantamweight in the world against one of my personal favorites, Sergio Pettis. I mean, look, he's not only one of my favorites because we share the same name. You know, Sergio's a fantastic one, (laughs) but, um... I have to go ahead and, um, and, and honestly, Sergio Pettis has beaten some amazing fighters. He has beat Joseph Benavidez. He has beaten so many other great athletes at 125 pounds at flyweight. He's number two ranked flyweight with a record of 17 and four. He is a natural flyweight, but he's, he started his career at Bantamweight. What do I think is going to happen? I think this is going to be an incredible fight. Might end up being fight of the night. Sergio Pettis has that taekwondo, Muay Thai mesh style that his brother, Anthony Showtime Pettis has. Rock uh, Rob Font, though, heavy-handed striker, knockout power with both hands, elbows, knees. Big Muay Thai, he's coming out of uh, Philly himself. I'm going to be very honest with you guys. And let me just look at their stats really quick. We're just going to put this up. Significant strikes landed per minute. Rob Font, four and a half strikes per minute. Sergio Pettis, three and a half. Accuracy Rob Font, 40%. Sergio Pettis, 37%. And this is what's important shots absorbed per minute. Rob Font, 3.5. Sergio Pettis, 2.5. And they both have a 65% defense. Grappling wise, neither of these guys are trying to take anybody down, so who cares? I have Rob Font. I think Rob Pont's size and power, unfortunately, is going to mess up Sergio Pettis' homecoming in Milwaukee. Look, my heart's with Sergio Pettis. We're Midwest boys. Um, I'm from Chicago. They're from Milwaukee. It's only like an hour and a half drive. If I was going to continue competing, I'd probably compete and train that roof sport over in Milwaukee because it's down the street and I've, you know, dealt with and i know a lot of the guys from that gym i still think rob unfortunately just size and speed and i think just style wise um rob font is favored in this matchup so i'm going with rob all right this fight i can't wait to see edson jr barbosa the number five ranked lightweight in the world is going against dan the hangman hooker the number 14 ranked lightweight in the world this is going to be a rough one man um Edson Barbosa only loses to the creme de la creme his last fight you know he went ahead actually he lost not his last fight but before he's recently lost to Kevin Lee and Dan Hooker is a rangy long uh, lightweight coming I think he's 6'2 and he's fighting out of um, New Zealand he is the up-and-coming and and I'm afraid what's happening is that again you're trying to make sure you get that rub for your up-and-coming superstars Dan Hooker is a badass, he's running through the division, I want to give this fight to Edson Barbosa, but something tells me, I don't know what it is, man, I'm um, just looking at the numbers, I'm looking at the stats, um, they both get absorbed with the same amount of punishment, uh, they are both extremely tough, Edson Barbosa is possibly the best striker in the division. I'm going with Dan Hooker. I think Dan Hooker, the young up the young gun, is coming up and is gonna start making noise in that division. Edson Barbosa, he has recently changed camps, and I'm always worried when guys change camps, especially late in their career. I'm going with Dan Hooker that fight. All right, main event. Raging, Ally Quinta is fighting the Motown Phenom, Kevin Lee. Number four versus number eight, Ally Quinta's last time out, lost a title shot. Short notice, eight hours, uh, and he went ahead and and competed against um, Khabib uh, in the 155 title. This is a rematch. Kevin Lee lost to Ally Quinta in his first fight in the UFC. You would think this is a grappler versus striker, but it's not. Ally Quint is a nasty wrestler and he trains with some of the best in the world. <sighs> I'm going to be honest with you, man. I think Kevin Lee, since the first time they have fought, has developed his game. And it's going to be extremely difficult to, for me in particular to pick against Kevin Lee in this fight. I'm going with Kevin Lee against Ray now, but don't be surprised and i'm gonna be honest with you if you're gonna go ahead and go for an upset pick to click i'll go ally quinta but um i'm still gonna go ahead and pick uh kevin lee i think this is gonna be an incredible fight um and not only an incredible fight man i think this is going to be an incredible fight card all around man so boom there it is those are my fight picks for the day um The fights cards are actually coming on Saturday evening. They should be a great time. The UFC cards are on big Fox and the, um, and the rest of them And the DAZN zone obviously under the zone app And I think you can download that for free It's pretty easy man, you guys should check it out uh, All in all, it should be incredible I told you guys, I was going to try to get it in This is going to be a quick one for the day Because we are traveling But I can't let you guys go without having my fight picks for the weekend So, um, with that being said This is Surge Vicente Thank you guys so much for listening to episode 62 Of the Fight Podcast The Fight Podcast is brought to you each and every week by sage eats sage eats offers healthy meal prep and fitness mentoring sign up for sage eats at SageEatschicago.com. apply promo code fight for 20 percent off your first three months remember to follow the fight podcast on all social media platforms at the fight podcast and follow me at search vicente support the show by checking me out on the website thefightpodcast.com thank you guys once again for listening this is again episode 62 i'm your host serge vicente and uh yo we have more fire coming out for you guys really soon i'm over here for a reason i'm on this trip for a reason and we actually have some really really special conversations coming up for you guys as well as some other really great things we're working on so stay tuned make sure you pay attention listen to the fight podcast uh but you guys have a great with your weekend i'll talk to you next time Peace out.